Flesh time long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time. Long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. Richie. How are you? You know, I got to tell you, I'm more worked up than uh, Astrubal Cabrera sitting there after a single getting thrown out of a game by Angel Hernandez. Let me tell you something. It's been a crazy week. The uh, the Mets, they're, they're, rounding, they're rounding third and coming to home as far as spring training is concerned. And I'm a little freaked out. I, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm a little freaked out. Yeah, it's almost here, kid. And I tell you, I was pretty excited to see as Drupal's so fired up. I was not excited to see Angel Hernandez being a thorn in our proverbial Met fan sides. I mean, when can we get rid of this guy? What do these guys have? Uh, have tenure? These umpires? Like, I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, Angel Hernandez, it's ridiculous. I, someone should literally uh, tell that, tell him they're having a birthday party for him, get him in a car, drive him out to a Ruby Tuesdays in the middle of, like, Idaho, and just leave him there and let him find his way home. That guy should not be umpiring baseball games. Why are you throwing people out of the out of a spring training game that's like that's like the tough guy that winds up throwing a kid out of a little league game because he pimps a home run i mean like unbelievable angel hernandez my my least favorite angel okay i'm a big saints guy anyway saint anthony uh saint saint christopher saint uh saint jude love saint jude great organization angels not my thing i'm more of a saints guy so screw you angel hernandez you are the worst Shout out to St. Anthony. Every time I can't find my keys, I uh, I say a little prayer to you. Well, hopefully all of a they appear. Yeah, hopefully St. Anthony can uh, get in touch with Angel Hernandez and help him find his brain. <laughs> I love it, kid. And speaking of being mad, I want to talk about something that would make me mad. The fact that Michael Conforto, we're already starting to see the, the stories being planted in the news that he might go to the minor leagues because they want him to play every day. And they don't think he can do it because we've got the likes of Jay Bruce in our lives. And I tell you, quite frankly, I hate this more than the New York Yankees hate facial hair. I hate it more than I hate Chase Utley. I mean, maybe maybe not that much, but I mean, Conforto has to play every day. He's hitting 348. He was incredible in Vegas last season when they sent him down. Let the young man play every day. He's got the pedigree. I mean, this is just like the Mets trying to upset their fans. Yeah, couldn't agree more about the Yankees. They're like uh, they're like a real military team. It's like you know, you you miss a ground ball, you do ten push-ups. bunch of bunch of tough guys over there. Screw them. But I got to tell you, I agree, and I don't want to blame this on Bruce because he's my boy. Got a great pompadour. He didn't ask to get traded here. The whole thing. I think he's going to bounce back this year. The whole nine yards. What I'm what who I'm blaming this on is uh, our boy Terry Collins, Bizarro Mike Pence over there, who's supposed to be coaching like Joe Madden. He's supposed to be, oh, we're going we're gonna to switch him up and we're going to have Jose Reyes in center field and we're going to have Lucas Duda serving hot dogs and we're going to have this and that. Why can't you find the at-bats for Conforto and Bruce at the same time? Like, it, it just, I go to bed having nightmares of Conforto talking to his agent, Scott Boris, Scott Boris somehow getting him out of New York with a trade and then eventually uh, it'll, it'll be to St. Louis by the way, Conforto will go to St. Louis. He will win a championship with St. Louis. He will be the World Series MVP. And then while they're giving him his like his Ford pickup truck on Fox, he'll wink and give a shout out to San
Andy Alderson and uh, and Terry. And I swear to God, I'll have a breakdown and uh, I'll probably try to drown myself in my bathtub. Like it's just it's a it's a nightmare I have all the time. Michael Conforto, we can't keep telling you know it's like we can't keep turning down this prom date we have to let him on the team eventually it's ridiculous it's unbelievable the guy was a first round pick they invested all these resources he came flying through the minors he has you know any any stats guy anyone on on the fan graphs or anyone like that they say this guy's gonna be incredible he's got a great swing i i was at the world series game where he hit two home runs i've watched him go on a tear before and I mean, given there was a, a period last season where he was one of the worst hitters in baseball for a month, but that's what happens to guys in their second year. You know, you gotta you gotta let them play every day. He went down to Vegas, he came back up, he proved himself. I mean, if they send him back down again, I'm gonna. Uh I don't know. I might l- write a letter to Terry Collins. I might write him a letter, like an old, uh, an old disgruntled person in the 1930s. Yeah, and you could put like with with an actual letter, you can like sneak some dog poop into the the actual envelope. So that's a perk that you can't really uh, you can't do that with an email. So anybody that wants to send a letter out there to somebody they don't like, that's a that's a good thing you can do. But I mean, if you think about it, they're not even letting him hit against lefties, and they're like he's not a good hitter against lefties. But you know, if you what they're doing to him right now is basically like having a a 17 year old person with training wheels on a bicycle like you're not gonna know if you can ride a bicycle unless you take the training wheels off you fall a few times and you get gravel embedded in your face that's how it works so let michael conforto play i mean basically right now what we're waiting for is a devastating injury or a trade to come up that makes sense for uh jay bruce a hundred percent, kid. And as you're on the topic of Jay Bruce, a little, a little more of a lighthearted story. Something that doesn't make me too upset here. A boy, Joey Baboots Kersey from WOR, a producer. Are you, are you, you guys cousins? Joey we Baboots Kersey. Yeah, yeah. We used to DJ uh, down in a Jersey Shore back in uh, early 2000s. But uh, <laughs> haven't talked to him in a little while. We had a bit of a falling out after that. <laughs> Uh, he basically tweeted some comments from Ty Kelly where he said that Jay Bruce can rap a little. He's not a player. He just pops up a lot. See, You see what I did there? Uh, good times. But seriously, this could be great for Jay Bruce's image in New York. He's from Texas. I picture him listening to a little Paul Wall, maybe a little Mike Jones. What, what do you think about Jay Bruce and the ones and twos? I wouldn't hate it if uh, Jay Bruce got signed to, like, Rock Nation. Just Jay-Z. Like, you know, he's got Cespedes and Cespedes. He's got, like, a bunch of swagger. He's got the cars. He's got the chain. Jay Bruce, very unassuming. Uh, looks like the kind of guy that would sign up for square square dancing classes on Groupon. He's just got that kind of vibe to him. But then you know, he that's exactly the guy who's going to come out and spit hot fiery bars all day and all night on you. If you saw after they were celebrating the uh the their the playoff berth last year, he had the hat on backwards. He was doing some sort of like dance or whatever. He didn't really know where he was. Like he's a he's a little bit of a swaggy young gentleman. I like it. I like it. It's great for Jay Bruce's image. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him another chance. I'm gonna give him another chance. Just just mainly off this piece of information. Well, what would you, what would his rap name be? Uh, I don't know. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to come back next show. I'll think of something a little. <laughs> Jay Brizzle. Little Jay Brizzle. Ice Bruce. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. 
That's right. <laughs> it's very meta. Maybe maybe the boss. <laughs> Just a, a hip hop shout out to uh, Jersey Zone. Jersey Zone uh, shout out as always to Mr. Uh, Mr. Springsteen. And, uh, you know, speaking of New Jersey, our girl Abby Matrosacco from New Jersey Advanced Media wrote a nice little article yesterday about Paul Seawall trying to make the bullpen for the Metropolitans. He's had good numbers in the spring. He's a big guy. He looks the part, but he doesn't really throw hard. And in the article, Dan Warthen actually was quoted as saying, Seawall doesn't really have great stuff, but he's a real, uh, allegedly, he really watches a ton of films Film, reads a ton of stats. He's kind of a brainiac. I tell you, I can't wait for this guy to make the team. And then it's May, and every smart guy I met fan at City Field, they're gonna say, you know, this this Seawall guy. He's cerebral. He's cerebral. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like from your description there that Seawald is uh, that little middle-aged white dude that shows up to play basketball at the park. He's got he's got no size. He's got his socks up to his knees. He's taking elbows into the face, but he keeps driving to the rack over and over again. And uh, for some reason, like people just accept him. They let him play. Like the guys, the guys fearless. He he does his homework. Uh, he's really annoying because he's got like an outside jumper. He's that guy. But uh, that seems like Paul Seawald. He's not going to blow you away, but the, he was the closer last year for Las Vegas, which is uh, a thankless job since it's, they got that thin air out there. Basically, if you you pop one up, it's going 480. So, uh, yeah. you know, let's see, let's see what he can do. I don't think he's going to be on the team for too, too long unless he's amazing because, you know, the MLB refuses to tell us how long J.R. Reese is suspended for. But, you know, once, once he comes back, I would imagine that uh, Mr. Seawald will be going back to uh, to Vegas. Yeah, I'm hoping the kid makes its team, though. I'd like to see it happen. I, I guess uh, it's either him or Eddie Coons, right? It's him or Eddie Coons. It's a, it's a toss-up there. <laughs> also, you know what I just thought That's of? His last name is how people who can't pronounce their R's say SeaWorld. Think about I it. I like it. Yep. Just yeah, SeaWorld. <laughs> So, you know, there it is. My, my, uh, I took, I took, I shot my shot there, made fun of people with speech impediments, and now we can move on. <laughs> hey, you gotta, you gotta do what you can. Gotta do what you can. Uh, finally, as our boy Robert Kinselman, another great start, uh, over the past couple of days, he's been excellent. And it got me jazzed for walk up music because I was at his first start at City Field and he came out by the stroke by Billy Squire and I was in. Uh, you know, whatever the guy did, I was in. The fact that he's a good pitcher makes it even better. You know, whether it's David Wright walking out to Brass Monkey, or I got five on it, or Lucas Duda and all along the Watchtower, or Travis Darno and some semi-conscious, uh, you know, conscious rap that you, you really would not pin or <laughs> think Travis Darno would like. Like Common. A, a lot of Common. A lot of Common. Talib Quality, shout out to you. I'm getting jazzed for the walk-up music, kid. Are you Are you excited? What What uh, What play are you looking forward to? Cespedes is obviously first in the list if he comes out to Lion King theme song, but who are you looking forward to? Walk-up music is generally my favorite part of the game. Um, you know, when I was younger, now we have all these fancy streaming radio services where you can just, you know, like yell a name of a song into a speaker and uh, some robot just plays it for you. But when I was little, when they had all those Now This Is Music CDs, all I wanted was a 
now this is walk-up music volume one volume two i would have bought every single one uh i'm a big 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 walk-up music guy i think someone who has electric walk-up music every year mr jose reyes um absolutely he's gotten into that territory where like his walk-up music could either be a popular reggaeton song or a reggaeton song that he made in his basement that sounds like a popular reggaeton song so there's really no telling what goes on there obviously we all thought that Cespedes was going to have that that custom theme song forever until the Lion King theme came to be. And let me tell you something. I think we've both been at the stadium when it, that song goes off. They they turn it up a little bit, a little little extra decibel on the uh, the Lion King theme. It's a, it was a great surprise when it first happened. I, I cannot wait for the first Lion King. You, you get the people in the stands holding their babies, you know, like like their Simba. I love that. Right. I, I mean, it. inevitably, that's going to go terribly wrong one day, and uh, someone <laughs> someone's going to be in the in the DOG house, if you know what I mean. Once they uh, <laughs> once they drop a baby for during the uh, the Lion King song, <laughs> so you know, everyone take it easy with that. Maybe bring a fake lion or something. You know, chill out with the real babies. But uh, I will say that walk-up music can backfire, though, because if you know me, you know that I am a big Pearl Jam fan. Uh, it's usually what I work out in my garage to, get the cut-off sleeves on there, crush a couple Red Bulls, and put on uh, Better Man and Jeremy and just crank out like like two sets of three on the bench. Um, and that's, that's how I do it. But you know what? I had to change for a little while because Jason Bay used to come out to Pearl Jam, and uh, holy hell, we all know how that went. You know, every time I get all jazzed up, oh yeah, Pearl Jam's on. Maybe this guy's gonna park one, and then he would he would hit for the Jason Bay cycle, which was a uh, a strikeout looking, a strikeout swinging, a grand out to third, and a grand out to short. So uh, it kind of it kind of screwed up Pearl Jam for me. Yeah, I tell you, one thing about Jason Bay, he was definitely never on steroids. No, no matter what anyone says, Jason Bay was never on steroids. No, that's a, that's a good thing never. about him. He was just a just a down home, clean <laughs> baseball player who was never allegedly uh, using any sort of enhancement to help himself play baseball. So, uh, and and the good, the really good thing about it is that uh, if he was. You know, he wasn't. But since he wasn't using any enhancement, uh, I don't know. If he were to, I'm tripping all over the place here. But what I'm trying to say is, (laughs) if you did it, buddy, you should have done it on the Mets. I love it, kid. I love it, kid. And I tell you, we're getting closer and closer to Monday, April 3rd. I will be there on opening day. I believe you will be there as well. Yeah. what's What's your favorite part about opening day? Just overall. Uh, my favorite part is the first tall boy, Budweiser, Bud Heavy in my right hand at 10 a.m. I just know it's going to be a great day. You see the optimism, the smiles on people's faces, the weird DJ from Z100 who's shouting at people. Uh, you know, that's that's what I like. It is like my favorite holiday of the year. Like, I, fe- I you don't feel like a scumbag when you're drinking middle lights on the train at 10 a.m. You get to the stadium. Everyone's happy. The team's zero and zero. There's no... Like stupid storylines. Um, usually, if it's sunny out, you can you can feel like you know you're not gonna have to shovel snow anytime soon. That's very exciting. Now, uh, when you go inside, where do you go to get your first beer? You go to you go to Big Apple Brews, or you just you go to the Nathan stand like a like an old school gentleman. 
No, I don't need the I don't need the big apple brews. I mean, I'm not uh, I'm not from Portland. You know, I'm not from uh, not living in Brooklyn. You know, these. Uh, no, I like a, I like a good uh, a good IPA like anyone else every once in a while. But if I'm at the ball game, you know, just give me whatever. Yeah, what I like to do usually, uh, I stand outside in the parking lot, drink between fifteen and twenty beers, go inside, book it to the sausage and pepper stand, crush <laughs> one of those in record time. Uh, usually take a knee for five to ten minutes to to wait until the heartburn passes. Then I get uh you know what what's happened is like my fancy friends they get all these ipas so by the sixth inning i mean like you know i don't know what's going on but uh i do know that i have a lot of fun and then afterwards i go to i go to mcfadden's i don't know if they're letting guys dance on the bar yet but maybe this is my year <laughs> maybe maybe it is let us know mcfadden's give us give us, give us a call uh and i tell you richie we'll have a we'll have a blowout show next week you know we've uh, kept this going the whole offseason had a great series of interviews Shout out to Joe McEwing and Bobby Valentine and Steve Phillips, everybody else uh, that came on, uh, Sean Estes. Uh, everyone was terrific, and, and we're looking forward to it. But we're looking forward to the games and uh, looking forward to being back, uh, seeing the Mets on our televisions every night. Yeah, let's get this thing started, baby. Screw you, Angel Hernandez. <laughs> Screw you, Angel Hernandez. Let's go, Mets. Yeah, hey fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time, yeah. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time. <laughs> 